I think I just want to suggest that I think the proper etiquette should be when you're at a concert, I think the only people who should be allowed to crowd surf are the people in the band. I just don't think anyone is excited about it when it's just some random stranger jumping on top of you. (laughs) No, and I mean, you're definitely the asshole if you don't hold the person up too, right? Like, you can't pick and choose who you're leaving your hand up there to support, can you? I, well, that's the thing. It's like you, you're forcing them to either do that. Because, like, I think you're an asshole for just, like, <laughs> jumping on top of a bunch of people. But, like, they're an even worse asshole if they decide to just let you fucking fall down onto the <laughs> cement floor or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's no way they can come out of that looking good. I think I, yeah, I think I agree with that 100%. I just, although, I don't know, I think you gotta make some exceptions for, like, Make-A-Wish kids, and... Well, yeah, for sure, I mean, of course. And, like, if you're, like, a hundred-pound girl or something, it's not really a big deal, I guess. But, like, I've seen, like, I feel like I always (laughs) see being, like, huge dudes just, like, jumping onto a group of strangers. (laughs) And then they just kind of have to carry you around for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I think you got to be fair about it because you said you kind of mentioned like the difference between a big dude and a and a girl, you know. But if the big dudes can't do it, you can't be <laughs> passing along girls along either. I mean, it's got to go both ways. I mean, I guess yeah, you're right. I'm sure there's some gropers out there who are down who love <laughs> getting in the middle of a mosh or not a mosh pit, but a crowd surfing thing and grabbing their <laughs> their fair share. <laughs> Isn't that something that, like, happens to Eric Andre a lot when he goes out to events in public? Didn't he say that? Yeah, dude, some, some, some guy put his finger, some guy put their finger up his butthole (laughs) (laughs) while he was crowd surfing. (laughs) That's fucked up. That's so rude. Was he not wearing pants? Like, how did they even... (laughs) get it in there then in time. <laughs> I mean, it is Eric Andre, so it's about 50-50 whether he was wearing pants or not. I guess that's true. Are we ever getting a season 5 of that? Um I don't know, let me google that. We I thought he said we were getting one more and it was the last one because of stories like we just told of being <laughs> fingered. Yeah, like I remember I thought he said we get one more but I know he said that like, like he's he's constantly just hurting himself, and I think he's getting a bit tired of it. Okay, you made me. You, we said something about Make a Wish kids in there. It made me think. Do we have we ever had a Make a Wish adult? I know the the Make a Wish that particular organization doesn't do stuff for adults, but I think there's some ones that might. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Uh. Yeah, it kind of is, but I mean, like, I feel they wouldn't be able to, like, go big uh, for anyone on their wish if they had to do it for, like, every group of people. Like, they got to narrow it down, the demographics, if they want to be able to, like, get Chris Pratt to come in, you know? I guess so, but don't you think, like, a 36, like, down your, down, uh, down on your luck, 36 year old dude who. Just found out he's gonna die in six months. Who's watched Guardians of the Galaxy 
ten times would much more appreciate seeing Chris Pratt than the little six-year-old who has his little Lego figurine. I bet uh, Chris Pratt would probably enjoy hanging out with an adult more, too, come to think of it. There would be a a much deeper emotional connection, at least, there. But, no, I, I remember a while ago I read, like, all the Make-A-Wishes rules because I was curious, like, because they got to have rules for, like, there's got to be some stuff that's off limits, right? <laughs> and they said they only do it for people under 18. And <laughs> the only two things they specifically specified that they wouldn't do is <laughs> wishes for guns or money. So they, they kind of stole, like, genie rules here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did they specify that you couldn't wish for more wishes? <laughs> no, I guess not. So they're counting 18, you said, as the cutoff for what they consider somebody worthy enough to have a, a Make-A-Wish? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so what does that mind. mean? That means that they think that once you hit 18, you've lived uh, enough of a life, like you've had enough enjoyment in your life? I guess, I guess that is kind of fucked up because like 18, honestly, is still pretty young. Like, I know, like, I guess legally, by the strictest definition, you're technically an adult, but I don't think of 18-year-olds as, like, adults. No, it's isn't it weird when you go and, like, walk around a college campus town and you're like, geez, Louise, these look like kids. I know. It's fucking crazy. I don't know. I don't get it. And I don't know. I, don't, I just don't understand why there's got to be an age limit on it, I guess. I don't know. That... That just seems like one where we could be making everybody a little happier if they're gonna if they got a rough go of it. Yeah, I guess so. I think there's other other groups that do wishes for older people with cancer and stuff though. Okay, I'm just I guess there probably doesn't need to we, there probably does need to be a cap on it though. Now that I do think about it, maybe like anybody like mm, once you've hit fifty, you've probably, you're probably you don't you don't need it. You're good. Yeah. I mean, you've kind of been through... You've at least had your shot at having some kind of happiness. I feel like most people don't, like... Most people who are, like, super old, probably, if you ask them, like, when the best time of their life was, I doubt many of them would say it was something after they were 50. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, unless somehow they beat the cancer. Well, yeah, but I mean, in that case, I mean, that's the best cancer reward you could get. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Make-A-Wish looks into the people who end up getting better after they've had their Make-A-Wish? Sends them a bill for it if they... (laughs) (laughs) Congrats, we heard you're alive. (laughs) But that also means you breached our contract. That would suck. I get... No matter who you are, if you get a disease like that, though, you can make bank off of setting up, like, a GoFundMe, though. Oh, yeah. First thing you gotta do. You gotta set up that Kickstarter GoFundMe. That was another thing I was reading about, like, how many... What percentage of GoFundMes do you think are scams? (laughs) A good number. (laughs) Because I was reading that thing, like, I guess there was some big one that they got, like, 400 grand, and then it just turned out it was all fucking made up. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the the Litecoin and stuff. There's no way to verify that these Kickstarters are actually doing what they said they're going to do. 
that's like that's the crazy thing I was saying is like so many people just like give fuckloads of money to these things and you don't know you have no way to know if this guy re- even has cancer or not. I mean, we could set one up for the podcast right now and just take people's money. That's not the worst idea we've had. <laughs> we might just want to cut out the part of us talking about it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do we ever give, like, little African tribal kids make-a-wishes? Oh, that's... I don't know. And would we even be able to, like, fulfill their... Like, what would their wish be? Just have like food. Because <laughs> they just they wouldn't care about meeting some random athlete or something like who's this white person. <laughs> no, they don't give a fuck about. That. You'd probably scare them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they do it for African kids. I got a good air. I got a <clears throat> a good article here. All right. Let's hear it. This is along the plane, the airplane theme we have on this show. I think you're like this one. Uh, family forced to sit on plane floor after airline allocated them seats which did not exist. <laughs> I feel like they should just give them free seats on the next flight to wherever. <laughs> like, I would rather wait four hours for and then just get my actual seat than to leave on time and have to be on the floor the whole well how long how long of a flight was it actually um sounds like a couple hours uh, yeah yeah no that, that's still pretty shitty i think they should just give them all right here's the here's the situation the they were given the seat numbers 41 d e and f but when they boarded the plane they could not find their seats and cabin crew instead offered them flip-up jump seats tucked into the crew station. <laughs> they were later for- they were later forced to the floor because flight attendants needed to access food and duty-free items. <laughs> what asshole is ordering all that stuff when they know some poor family has to? It's <laughs> gonna get kicked on the floor. <laughs> Uh, and often enough that it, it wasn't even worth, like, them getting back into the flip-up seats either. <laughs> he was constantly ordering something. Yeah, I mean, the flight attendants are always wheeling that thing back and forth pretty much the whole time. There must have been, like, I ha- I have to hope that, like, they gave them some other option and the people just decided that they needed this flight so bad they'd sit on the floor. Like, there's no way an airline would just be like, you're fucking sitting on the floor and that's what's happening. Right? <laughs> here you go, here. This is what happened. I could answer your question here. <clears throat> Quote, We all just looked at each other as if to say, where's our seats gone? There are no seats where our seats should be, Miss Taylor said. Members of the cabin crew proposed that 10-year-old <laughs> Brooke could take the last spare seat on the flight and Paula and her husband could sit in two spare flip-up chairs <laughs> meant for the crew. However, after the plane had taken off, <laughs> the couple were told <laughs> that they had to vacate their seats as the attendants needed to access the food items <laughs> which were stored behind them. How do they not know that when they first, like, how do they forget that, oh, yeah, all the food's right behind this thing we're offering you to sit on? They must, they have to at least give you, like, free food for the flight if they're doing this, right? 
Uh, okay, well, this kind of, uh, here's another topic uh, that was on one of our old episodes, uh, co-pilots. On the, so, on the floor, they were joined by their 10-year-old daughter, and later, the co-pilot of the aircraft, who thanked the family for their cooperation and understanding. He said that how calm we were, and he was so grateful because he would have to, he would have missed the time slot to take off. <laughs> So that's what that's what co-pilots do. Feel <laughs> like <laughs> he should be apologizing to you. I agree. Like he's basically just saying, like, "Oh, I was so worried we wouldn't take off on time because you people might be upset about having to sit on the floor." They get a refund at least. I haven't got there yet. She said here, this was their review of the of the floor. <laughs> she said of the floor, quote, It's hard and it's just uncomfortable and it's just filthy. It's just not an experience I ever want to repeat. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> okay, the, the Civil Aviation Authority is looking into this. Good. <laughs> they have to explain why the family was even allowed to sit on the floor. That's true. That must be a safety hazard, right? Big time. There's a 10-year-old girl sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah, like when the plane's going to land, like you're going flying down the aisle, right? Yeah, can you imagine the turbulence? I mean, like there's a reason they have you wear the seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the, the airline offered the family a full refund, blaming the incident on a, quote, last-minute aircraft change. <laughs> All right, I don't know all about that. Okay, this makes it a little worse for the airline. She alleges that after explaining to the company that the seats were, quote, physically missing, she was told that there was no record of the incident and offered a goodwill gesture of $30. (laughs) That's worse than just not giving them anything. She had to, like, get, like, the government agency involved to get the full refund. That's ridiculous. I love that she's just like, our seats aren't here. And there's like, you're lying, but we're so generous, we'll give you 30 bucks to sit on the floor. Oh my god. I love too how they offered them the flip-up seats, and then later realized, shit, we gotta get the food out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, like, how do they not know that ahead of time? Because they were scrambling. They're like, okay, seats 41, D, E, and F definitely don't exist on this plane. <laughs> what do we do? Also, the, those little crew flip-down chair things, like, there's rules about, like, you have to, like, agree to be, in that like, you're an adult and fit enough to, like, operate the emergency door if they need, like, you can't put a 10-year-old girl in that chair. <laughs> Well, good thing they moved her to the floor later. I <laughs> I hope they were at least snagging some food out of that food area they were blocking. All of it. You got to. All right. I had a, a weird, I had another, like, stall situation. So I was in a stall at work, just doing, minding my own. I was on the far end, okay? There's There's four stalls. I'm on the far end. I like the one with a little more room in it sometimes. It was open, so I took it. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel bad. Hashtag blessed. Um, 
put so it's on the far end and there's two sinks there's one sink that's kind of on the far end too like down there by you but nobody uses that one because the only reason to use that far sink is if you're in the stall that i'm in okay yeah so i have i was wearing some headphones listening to something while i was in there i was watching something or something and uh which i don't know maybe i'm an asshole for doing that i don't know i was complaining about people taking their laptops in but either way some guy i don't know if he was in a stall as well or if he was in a urinal i don't know where he came from but he goes to the far sink so right outside my door he washes his hands grabs some paper towels and looks through the crack right into me right into my eyes and i'm like while i'm sitting there in the stall like and the crack was pretty big so i mean like you you're making eye contact right now that's weird yeah, really fucking weird. So I didn't know what to do. Like, we stare at each other for a good second or two, and I got, like, embarrassed and, like, like I felt shame, right? So I kind of, like, ducked my head to the side, you know, to avoid yeah. the eye contact, and I gave it a good, like, one sesame, two sesame, three sesame, and it's like, okay. And I put my head back and looked, and he's still fucking looking. That's weird. Did either of you say anything? Nothing. I don't know what he wanted from me. That's strange, because if he's just, like, trying to see if anyone's in there, like, you you just check for feet. I mean, and you can definitely tell, like, it's not one where you gotta, like, duck your head down or anything, or... Like, you can see the feet. That's weird. <laughs> Do you think he was just, like, trying to... Was it the handicapped stall you were in? It's not marked handicapped, but it is larger, thus implying that it is probably a handicapped stall. <laughs> Do you think he would maybe just, like fashions himself some sort of vigilante and was trying to see if you were disabled enough to be in there. Yeah, I think so, and I think it made him angry I had headphones in and was taking my time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's definitely the weird one in that scenario, though. There's also no, like, handicapped people that I know of on the floor. (laughs) Maybe I'm an asshole for operating under this assumption, but I've always thought that the thing about the handicapped stalls is you just have to give them up to somebody if there is a handicapped person there like i've never thought of them as like like it's not the same thing as like a handicapped parking space for like you're not supposed to use it at all if you're not handicapped right oh i've never thought about it like a handicaps like parking space i don't know now (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like the parking space i would say like you can't use that even if there aren't any handicapped people around the stall, I think if there's no one who's disabled, then I think it's fine to use it. Hmm. Oh, I, I, yeah. And you know what? If you see, uh, I mean, if you see, like, some wheels wheeling on up, I mean, you're pinching one off, too, right? When you're in there, like, that's kind of the common courtesy, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I'm down for that. I'm in. I like that. I don't know. This guy stressed me out. I don't know. Should I have said something to him? Like, what are you looking at? I mean, normally I'd say yes, but he seems so weird that I don't know if he's dangerous. I don't know if you want to provoke those kind of people. And fuck, you're never as vulnerable as you are when you are on the toilet. Yeah, you can't really, like, start tossing out fighting words while you're taking a shit. (laughs) No. So, I don't... What handicapped people use the handicapped stall, though? So we got... So wheelchair people, probably... If it's, like, a really old person, maybe? Or, like, if they have, like, a walker or something? Yeah, because they're kind of, like, half-handicapped anyway. 
Yeah. Or... Once you get to that age, you're like a demigod. You're like half handicapped. <laughs> Do you think it'd make more sense if one-armed people use the regular stalls? Are you thinking because it's narrower, they could like brace against it? Yeah, I'm just. I mean, they're they're taking up less space anyway. Shit. I mean, <laughs> I see where I see what you mean, but. I don't know if you could go around saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we gotta give them a smaller stall or anything, but I don't know if they need the extra square footage in the handicap one. And here's what I was thinking. Do you think like, what if the if someone is handicapped, but it it's a it's one that has nothing to do with any kind of mobility? Or needing stuff. Like, what if, like, like does a deaf person get first dibs on that stall? <laughs> hmm. Fuck, no, I don't think they should. What are they going to use the space for? I think you need to be able to prove that you're going to put the the space to use. Because that's what it's for. The wheelchair I get, you need that space. you got to put the wheelchair there. However they maneuver, that's going to that's gonna be a whole thing. Like, they definitely need that space. Yeah, wheelchair. I would say, like, if you're blind, I think you get it. Especially if you have to have the dog going in there with you. Okay, yeah. Or, uh, but yeah, like anything else, I don't know what the difference would, what advantage you're getting out of having just more empty space in there. Nothing. I, I mean, are burn victims considered handicapped? I mean, maybe, but, like, I don't see why that would get them a bigger stall. Or, uh... Like, I was just thinking, like, if somebody, yeah, like, there was a burn victim called you out on going in there, and they were like, let me in there first, I'm handicapped, like, like, would you say, like, how is having more space going to help you, like, can you call (laughs) him out like that? I don't think he's going to accept logical arguments like that at the moment, so, I I don't know, I think you just got to pretend like you're deaf. (laughs) Just tell him you're claustrophobic. (laughs) <laughs> or like does missing a testicle count oh no <laughs> no way I don't even think missing a testicle should get you a handicapped parking spot 